This is the Authentic Dating series brought to you by Ahmad and David. Where we explore what it takes to have a dating life you're excited about. Hi, I'm David. I'm Ahmad. And this is the Authentic Dating series. In this episode, we're going to discuss how to overcome key problems that men face in dating. Yeah, it's, I think it's a... Uh, that's what we're here for, right? <laughs> we want to help help people deal with the problems that they're facing in dating. And there's there's we just kind of come up with a few that, you know, they just really kind of came to us today. Well, I'd have to say they are common themes that uh, we hear a lot from men, like common gripes, common issues, and also challenges. And we've, we've put them all together because we know there is a theme behind overcoming these problems. Yeah, and we know it's possible, you know, because... We've had our own problems, like as we went through in uh, episode five, maybe uh, maybe episode six, I think it might be, where we talk about, you know, the three um, steps we took to, to kind of transform our own dating lives. Yeah, that definitely dealt with some of them. Yeah. Yeah. So should we, should we just jump straight the fuck in? Yeah, as per <laughs> usual. <laughs> and um, actually, before we do jump in, we want to say, you know, a big thank you to everyone that's kind of connected on Instagram. It's been great to talk to people and the comments and the messages we receive. So, yeah, yeah, if you head over to Instagram, it's probably the best way to kind of talk to us directly. We're at Authentic Dating Series on Instagram. Yeah, it's the best way. And we have a lot of fun uh, producing content there. Actually, we also write additional articles and bits of information there. So it's actually quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great place. We love Instagram. It's awesome. Yeah. So cool. Um, so the first thing that really comes up with dating and a lot of men have an issue with, and I know, you know, there's no getting away from it in terms of dating. It's like the idea or concept of inequality in dating. And so this has a lot to do with just the, the roles that men and women play in dating. And they've just come to become the normal way, the standard of how things should be. Yeah, the kind of gender gender how our gender roles are formed and they're not necessarily how we want them to be it's just kind of we're just leading from how they've always been I think yeah so I think one of the most obvious ones and easiest ones to start with would be the problem that a lot of men face and sometimes have real issue with is who's paying for the bill yeah yeah this is this is a big one because I've spoken to quite a few women about this and um, sorry, I should also add that paying for the bill on a date, not talking about paying some woman's house bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're paying, you know, if you're out there and you're paying for woman's bills or house bills, if you're really in that mm. Destiny's Destiny child life, mm. bills, 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 yeah. then, you know, contact us directly and we will try. That's and, a serious we'll, issue we'll, to begin with. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll coach you or send you to the We're Samaritans. not talking about that right now. We're yeah, talking we're about, talking about picking up like the dinner bill or the drinks bill or even the bill for the activity, you know, you've gone to cookery class, mm. whatever it may be. Because there's always this kind of thing where, it's like, okay, it's time to pay. Should I pay for the, should I pay as a guy? You or, know? I, or rather I should pay. Yeah, I should pay. There's an expectation from a lot of women that you should be paying. Mm. You know, I spoke to girls about this at length before. And yeah, it's a lot of women do really expect a man to pay for the bill. I'd have to say for myself, I as much as it's a woman expecting it, I, I remember back in the day where I would expect it of myself. Like, mm. oh, I'm the man. This is, as you said, the gender roles. Oh, I should be doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, this is this is a kind of an inequality in 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 the dating field, and the next one in this sort of category 
would be around taking the lead as a man and like so that would mean maybe as simple as coming up with the idea for the date mm. where you should meet the woman the activity whether you're going to go to a restaurant or a theater or the, the seaside or whatever like whatever the idea is like as a man it's up to you to have to create this and i know as a man <laughs> having had uh, many dates that it's almost a, a frustration like it's it's like well i say frustration but it's like ah oh, this is a thing that i've got to do and not only do i've got to do it well it's mm. got to be remarkable yeah it's got to like i've got to <laughs> razzle and dazzle it's you got, got to no, be, it's just you got to impress yeah 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 and uh, and so with that it's like comes comes a sort of a gripe that it's like oh like as a man, I've got to be the one to do that. It's a have to, isn't it? It's like, oh, I have to do this because yeah, I'm and a it, man. And it's and also it goes both ways, right? It's kind of, it's that you feel, and remember just sit on that word, it's you feel that it's expected of you mm. to, to take the lead. And it's not just, you know, as you're saying, with like organizing dates, it's also kind of expected in society, often expects that as a man, you should be taking the lead sexually. You should be kind of instigating any kind of sexual contact or if you know if, you know how often people don't imagine that you know a woman would say oh hey do you want to come back to mine it's like mm. as a man you should be you know leading that or in whatever way it's that kind of expectation and and on the on the flip side of it is like if you're not doing that then you're somehow weak yeah you're or inept you don't have the ability then women are not going to be interested in you if you can't you know if you can't take the lead sexually and even in, on a date just lacking leadership in general mm. then it's like oh like and it's an additional sort of frustration and tension in the back of the mind yeah and all this stuff kind of just it just takes up it takes up space in your mind where you're you know you could have that space for something else yeah so moving on dave this was a hot topic for you uh, yeah yeah i was really passionate about this one they didn't like this one well i didn't say i didn't like it but it wasn't an issue that i'd <laughs> personally felt that i dealt with a lot on dates but i do know it's something that goes on around dates or could be in, i think the, the the reason why we left it in there is because you said it's something that it's like subconsciously and unconsciously in in the, in the minds of men yeah and it's, it's man bashing it's just this say that uh, again <laughs> man bashing what's man bashing man bashing is this kind of practice of you know for them i feel like it's something you get on you know i saw an instagram post by someone recently I don't even know if we follow them or was someone we was looking at and they were just like ladies you should you don't have to put up with a man cheating on you or treating you badly and it's like actually what, what like that's not what's always happening that's man bashing to me it's like this mm -hmm. assumption that men are just like useless and rubbish and you know they're all treating all these women really badly and blah 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 and it's just like just beating you with a stick constantly you know and it's that kind of what you hear the rhetoric you hear or if you you hear around men when it comes to these things, when it comes to dating, especially. Yeah, sort of a generic terms and bashings against men in general. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's just like kind of lazy, a lazy regurgitation of information around men and their their ability to to date and be faithful and be decent. So, so yeah, so those were like the inequalities in dating because we say inequalities because largely it's these are things that are perceived as men. The weight, the weight is on the man. The expectations mm -hmm. on the man. He must fulfill or he mustn't be this way. He must yeah, be Mr. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he must, and he must be perfect in these ways. And it's not, and, and why we say inequality, because rarely do you see men go like saying the same thing about women. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you get that much woman bashing. It's not something that, you know, there's not yeah. even a term for it. Yeah. Woman bashing is not, it's probably not in the dictionary. Man <laughs> bashing is something, you know, I said it and you knew exactly what that meant, mm. you know? So yeah. And I think women aren't really expected to take a lead sexually if, you know, from, from society and even my own personal experience. Mm. 
So then another sort of category would be uh, in, that that really um, uh, become key problems for men is in the, just the dating issues themselves, like issues that are come up on dates that men face uh, when dating in general or trying to find someone they want to be with or even well no yeah well they're trying to find someone they want to be with or even if they are meeting women trying to find the right type of woman uh, for them someone they like and so mm. the first one w- that i thought of and the, the term i gave it was the the gap in desire so the d- desire gap so what they want and where they're currently at and their ability to actually fulfill that and that covers a whole range of issues which includes men who feel like they just can't get any dates or men who are having dates but then feeling like they're not having the right like finding the right type of woman mm. is that something you feel you've you've dealt with personally well i'd have to say when i when i first started the desire gap for me was going from a space of like feeling i didn't have opportunities i didn't have options i like i was i was kind of like at the behest of whatever came my way mm, so you so, just had to kind of take what you were given yeah well i that was my belief right yeah that was um that was my uh, that was my reality back then. It was yeah, how I saw yeah. things. It was my circumstance, yeah. so to speak. Um, I know you had a different one to me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my desire gap, as we we kind of covered over in in that episode, which I'm pretty sure six actually. When I think about it more, <laughs> <laughs> episode six, where we talk about the three steps to becoming more attractive, is the the gap between you know the the type of woman I was meeting and the type of woman I really wanted to meet. Mm. And I feel like you know over the years. I've been able through various ways to kind of bridge that gap. Yeah, and and just to be clear, like uh, I feel like what David's saying here is the sense that you know, yes, you can meet many women or you can meet different women, but then there's a, also like sometimes we kind of get stuck meeting the same kind of woman and they don't fulfill our lives in the way or the character. And I really mean on a personality level here. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like it just doesn't fulfill us in the way maybe it's a conversation, maybe it's the open-mindedness of it mm, all. Maybe the sense of adventure. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it's, and every person is different. So not all of us are adventurous or travelers and this and that. But, you know, you want to find someone that you can... Yeah, you can vibe with. Yeah, you can, like, who has your values and wants to play... Who wants to dance life in the same way that you like to dance. Yeah, I'm thinking of Forrest Gump for anyone. <laughs> Two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah, Jenny. yeah, yeah. Good old Forrest, man. It's full of good quotes. Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> Me and Jenny, we were like two peas in a pod. <laughs> peas, was it peas and carrots, actually? Was it peas and carrots? <laughs> peas and carrots. Yeah, so so that's that. That's like, that's what we mean there. And then some other, some other elements that come up when dating and, and are a big issue for men is, I've got to say, going to go to the point on like ongoing rejection. Mm. Uh, and that's a huge one for a lot of men and I think that's one that really gets people down because it can really cause someone to feel like they're not making, they can't make progress. You know, they go out, they try to talk to someone and they either get ignored or like even if they do have a conversation, even if they get on a date, maybe they don't get second dates. Maybe, you know, it just never gets beyond the conversational stage and never gets sexual. Yeah. And it's just always like, they just feel like they're just in a cycle. It's like his groundhog day for them. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, like yeah. they just, you know, I can feel, I, I definitely feel like this has been a point in my life, not mostly now, but where, you know, rejection occurred to me, you mm. know, I think sometimes this is something that a, f- a friend of mine said to me recently. He was like, you know, you're like one of the most confident people I know. And I, kind of replied and said, well, I don't see it that way. That's not how I feel because actually rejection happens to me, you know, in, mm. in this this, in this day and time still. And rejection is something that used to happen a lot more and it can be really painful. You know, yeah, it can feel oh, yeah, really absolutely. painful. You just feel like, 
we just feel like you're worthless, like you're a nobody, like you should just fucking give up and stop and hide under a rock for, or become a hermit or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I agree. And that's and that's the thing. That's the problem. That's why it's a problem. It's because, you know, if people didn't take it personally, then they would just be like, fine, okay. But so many men make it personal. And so many... It's There, there was another point that we had uh, around about competition. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, oh, this guy can do it. So if he can do it, like if I'm looking at Dave and I'm like, oh, Dave's got a lot of success. And I look at him and I compare to myself and be like, oh, actually, I don't have as much success as him. Mm. Then I'm somehow inept or... Lesser. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it, it just takes me right back to high school. You know, like that's how it all started. That's, the, that's where these conversations start. And in fact, I remember very early on when we all started getting mobile phones it's not like kids nowadays we just have them from when they're born basically <laughs> you've got a sim card installed <laughs> it's called at birth yeah uh, midwife back. goes his baby his yeah. sim card yeah, yeah. it's a sign for the monthly contract so but now like so when we first started getting phones i remember this kid i think i can say his name because no one's going to know who he is but his name was tommy <laughs> tommy and, it, and tommy. tommy was like oh nice phone mate but how many girls numbers do you have on there and I remember looking at my phone just going, what a what a useless piece of equipment. I have hardly any girls' numbers. There's no numbers. women's numbers yeah, yeah. in there. What? And then it becomes a thing of like, I need to get numbers. Like that's the that's the aim. And I'm less of a man for not having uh, a phone filled with numbers. I yeah. mean, that, I was like 15 or something at the time, right? Yeah. But the point is, it becomes a, a, a competition. It becomes a lesser versus better versus mm, more, so on and so you forth. You versus me. It's a comparison game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is there anything else you want to say? Um... Yeah, we got. I think one of the big ones as well is that men are dealing with an issues is 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 overcoming shook man. Oh yes, Good yeah, shook man. And you know, some of our regular listeners know who shook man is. Um, he is that little voice in your head that shouts very loudly and tells you what you can and can't do and how useless you are. Again, we've got a whole episode about this. Uh, episode two, which is overcoming your fearful inner voice, which is basically what we kind of aka we call shook man and kind of overcoming that voice that's always in your head there's always got something to say and tell you how useless you are or what you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing you know like even you know today i was taking some photographs for um for for aj's girlfriend at an event that she was running and even during the event i've got this voice saying to me you're doing it wrong mm. why are you there you're blocking the light <laughs> that's gonna look terrible and it honestly it was just in mm. the com- constant constant yeah, throughout yeah. the whole thing you know yeah. and it's just i was like oh god yeah man this is tiring just listening to this yeah. you know but you, you have that voice there and, and it's an issue it's a serious issue when in dating if not maybe i'd say probably one of the biggest if not the biggest issue yeah, yeah i mean that was just you today at uh, an event taking pictures like and and i know you know this is a fact for for all men in, including myself it's like on a date where that concern is there and it can really redirect the whole event and where it's going the, the whole sort of uh, situation and date because you then can start to buy into your thoughts and it's not based on reality it's just based on thoughts yeah uh, and so yeah you're right that that is a major it's a major problem that a lot of men face how would you how would you say that kind of occurs or has occurred for you like during a date well, just in general, right, right from the beginning, uh, even before going out, concerning myself with what I'm wearing, is it going to be like this? This idea, this notion of being impressive mm, on a date, right? Yeah. So, uh, if if ever I, I allow myself to get caught up in that, then it will be a case of like, you know, am I dressed appropriately? Am I even going to the right sort of venue? Mm. Am I going to have the right sort of conversation? Am I, you know, personality-wise, is it is it good enough? Is it, you know, how do I compare? I, I can imagine. I imagine nowadays for for a lot of men, it's like how do they compare to the other men 
on Tinder. And furthermore, like that actually is a that is that is actually kind of leads on to a, a different one that we didn't kind of write down, which is a lot of men face this idea now that women are just shopping around. Mm. They're just you know, so they're very disposable. Mm, it's the commoditization, right? Yeah. So you know, women are just coming on a date. They're gonna, you know, see how they are, and then they're gonna go shop around and see some other men yeah. because it's so much easier to do that now. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. So, but th- these are like thoughts that can come up, and as a, as a shook man might might bring up during a date. And uh, man, <laughs> I can remember like again many many years ago how bad it would be for me. I would literally be frozen. I, I like a uh, just in a, incapable of really just being like you know you used to call me stiff right Mm. so that's where the stiffness comes from it's like really doubtful about what the right thing is to do and that there should be a right way and really buying into all those kind of that negative chatter that's happening here and and not just buying into it it's just like trying to combat it as well right yeah instead of being like okay acknowledge but actually kind of go oh god oh um i need to sit i'm maybe i'm not sitting the right way so i need to sit differently and you keep you keep indulging the yeah, idea yeah, and yeah, actually yeah. instead of being there with the date yeah and then you obviously can't talk can't can't make jokes can't laugh you know it's easier it's yeah, yeah. just being free so yeah so that uh wraps up some of the key problems that we discussed yeah i say just you know just rub that out i know that will sound super negative and make you feel really sad if you're dealing with some of those regularly but now we're going to be it's going to be super uplifting we're going to tell you how to deal with that shit amazing <laughs> tell me tell me how do we deal with it Dave? go outside and pee up trees pee up trees yes <laughs> the first step is always trees <laughs> no no we're joking well actually i think you had a point to say which is about rejection yeah i think i think rejection is is one of the bigger things here one of the biggest things we're dealing with is rejection and it's I think it's to always remember to to think to yourself it's not about you it's not always personal Mm. you know it's not about oh you've walked over to just go in a bar and she doesn't really talk to you she doesn't really say max to you and you're like oh my god that means I'm a shit person I'm terrible Mm. it's not you know it doesn't have to be personal yeah so this idea that your actions that you take and what the consequences of those actions are are not personal to you it's just a, the element of the situation yeah what's your what's your idea on you know i remember a, a friend of mine she once said she was like you know if you get to know someone and then they don't want to be with you or spend time with you and at that point is that is that rejection or would you say that that's something else is that rejection? Mm. Well, I think for me personally, it's just over time. The, the way I would see it now today uh, is essentially just the realities of life, mm. which is a sense that I don't get along with everyone and I don't expect everyone to get along with me. And in some ways, if someone feels like it's they're not compatible with me or I'm not compatible with them, then the best thing is not to continue to force that situation. Yeah, uh, and and people being very attached, I think it's a the uh, where it comes from is a lack of self love, uh, a lack of self respect and self love. And I mean that from the standpoint where when someone's like, "Oh man, but I really liked her, mm. and she's not that into me, or she's blah blah blah," it doesn't want to spend time. And and really, it's a case of like, well, you know, that's cool. You know, like there are being feel like being secure in the feeling that there you will find someone else that there are the as the, the old saying is there's plenty more fish in the sea uh there's even a dating app called <laughs> plenty of fish mm. and, and so <laughs> dave knows dave, I, no, I dave know, and i both know, know it well i know that plays well yeah 
and um, and just really being in a sense of that you know that, that uh, who I am is not somehow defunct or incomplete because of someone else's his opinion on me but that who I am is who I am and that I should be with someone that you know enjoys that yeah 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 it's something I could really talk from personal experience is like you know you might get to know someone well and then they they turn around and go they're just not feeling it like in the same way that you are and really you have to go into is be like actually that's cool you know it's gonna be upsetting it's gonna be hurtful but you want to spend your time and be with someone who really cares about you in the way that you care about them because other than that then you if you don't do that you're with someone who doesn't care about you as much and kind of takes you for granted then really just gonna be it just leads to just unhappiness and kind of a really dysfunctional relationship yeah so on some of the more specific issues that we said earlier like uh around around like paying for the bills and well let's just focus on that for now paying on the bills i know you had some really good insight on that yeah yeah and i think it's um this one is 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 a funny one because it's it's kind of going back and forth for ages and and i'm of the school of thought of actually sometimes i pay for the bills Sometimes I pay for the bill. Um, I make it sound like I'm it's Destiny's Child all over again. <laughs> um, sometimes I pay for the bill. I collect the bill because it's, that's just what I'd really like to do. But other times I just happily split it and I just look at what I'd what I'd like. You know, it's not a feeling of feeling like I have to because I'm a man. It's like oh, I'm a man, so I have to pay the bill. I just do it if that's what I'd really really love to do. And it's just to know that there's a tr- you have a choice. There's no kind of expectation that you have to do this you know there is that people talk about that oh you know as some say perceive that a, a man should pick up the bill but you don't have to do that you you have choice cool very good so our next point is around the man bashing <clears throat> right my my personal favorite point you have to kind of see with this man bashing when you know because you hear it i think you hear it all over the place is that it's just other people's perception and that's all it is. It's not a truth. It's not a global truth. It's not even real. It's just other people's perception and they're voicing their perceptions and their opinions. And and that's it. It's not about you. It doesn't mean that's how you are. You just, it's just external to you. Yeah. And with, with that, like, because funnily enough, it's not something that really, uh, or at least not consciously, it doesn't concern me. I can imagine it could be there subconsciously and just worrying about, yeah, actually, to be fair, now that I think about it, yeah, just worrying about like how I'm acting, and this this actually also goes towards um, leading sexually as well. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially of all the changes that are going on in the world, and good changes, mind as well, um, in regards to respect towards women and and, cons- and consent and things like that. Yeah. So, so what what it is to do about that is, and what I feel there is to do about that is really understanding what it is to be a good human being. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and intention is always key. So, this is where I think the the line is drawn is within with good intention. And when one has a good intention and means well, then they always will endeavor to do well. Yeah. As opposed to when someone is being snarky or they have issues with women. Or they are trying to take advantage. Yeah, and I, and they have a misguided sense of 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 entitlement or themselves or their power or that because normally in these sort of situations where it's um, men are being abusive, let's say there is some sort of lack of power sense, and that's just with the leading sexually stuff, yeah. right? But with with man bashing, it really is a sense of like knowing that 
who I am and how I operate in the world is from a, a place of genuine heart and um, having good times and respect for all people. And kind of a genuine love for women. Yeah, and, and, and not negative. There was actually uh, something you were talking about earlier, David, in, in, the, in, in regards to the Tantra class you went to last night and how there was a sense of... It was non, not not non non derogatory. Yeah, of not being of of removing the vulg- vulgarity away from from kind of sex and mm. and sexuality because there's nothing vulgar about it. Yeah, it's actually a really beautiful thing. We've all come into existence because of sex, and and sex can be a beautiful expression of of people's feelings and and, and their desires and wants. But actually, there's a lot of vulgarness around sex. Like some of the language is used is very vulgar, and then even down to you know, pornography, you know, is mm. that actually pornography can be pretty, pretty vulgar, like when you watch it. And it's mm. not because it's sex. It's because of the way that the sex is played out in a very kind of quite a violent way. And that is, that is quite vulgar. But that's because for a lot of people, sex, even in its most beautiful form, is quite vulgar to them just because it's naked human beings, right? And they kind of, they struggle with that. And mm. that's how a lot of people's perceptions of, of sex are. So removing that vulgarity from from yourself as a man and your opinions towards women is a very, very good way to start. It's something that we used to see um, a little bit of students when we used to teach is that some men just, they, they really hated women. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, we say they hated, but it's like they had a very skewed view mm. uh, and connection to women. Uh, and and um, so, yeah, so so in regards to that, and, and so what was the next point? Um, so yeah, so the next point was around like you know dealing with issues with your desire gap, like you know overcoming the challenges that you face in dating, and there was also this idea of overcoming Shookman, mm. and and I think this really for me personally, where where the way I used to see these things was that it really was an opportunity to uh, for for me to be able to define myself as a man, as opposed to so this is where like a turning point where it took self-awareness and acceptance and, and self-awareness was um, being actually being aware of, of a frustration of a problem that I was facing that I wanted to overcome, be it like I felt like back in the day when I started like started getting into learning about dating and confidence where I didn't have options. I didn't, or I felt powerless in my options to go, well, how am I going to do that? And there isn't, the, the truth is there isn't like an ABC simple step. Even if someone gives you a blueprint, you have to go out and and, and execute you have on that take some Take some action. Yeah. And, it, and when you take action, there's a great, great quote, if I can remember it now, but it's essentially like life, yeah, life lays waste to all well-made plans. Mm. Because when, whatever the plan is, like you're building a house, oh, it'll be done in two months, and then eight months later, and well over budget, yeah, <laughs> like, still building that yeah, house. Yeah, we see that on the on the housing shows all yeah, the time. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's but that's just life. That's not like someone being inept. That is just life, and things always take longer and require more effort than we wish we had to put into stuff. But essentially, what I'm saying here is like hardships make of the man. Uh, and and this is what gets overlooked of all of these problems. And so so what Dave and I really discovered here was when we were looking at these problems, we discovered that actually there was two perspectives, and a lot of it comes down to changing where you're where you're standing with these problems. When you say standing, what do you mean when you say? Standing? I just mean perspective. Like uh, it is a bit. Uh, I'm I'm speaking me- uh, metaphorically. It was I think Archimedes said, "Give give me a, a leverage and a place to stand, and I can move the world." Mm. And it's a sense that. 
where you're standing and your perspective on something is the thing that makes a difference. So when I say hardships make of the man, it's like for some people, they're like, oh, oh no, like I have this problem. I'm being rejected. Mm. I, I can never overcome. That's me. And that's more of a victim mentality. Or they've got that kind of idea like, oh no, dating is really hard. Meeting, you know, meeting women is really difficult. I, you know, I have to overcome so many barriers. And then, you know, from what you're saying, that that actually becomes, that becomes their, that becomes their perception and that becomes their reality as well. Yeah. And it happens all the time, whether it's to do around finances or dating or just lifestyle in general, choices of job, opportunities, so on and so forth. People are just like, this is the way it is for me. Well, that's the perspective. And if it's, if you're always feeling like you're a victim in a situation and, and by victim, I mean that you yourself have no power, mm. then well, that's how you're going to act. Yeah. Uh, whereas the other way to see it is that you're someone who has the power to do something about it. And then all of these problems become more of a challenge for you to learn something about yourself, yeah. to progress in life, to, to, to go forth and really forge your own um, personality, your own manhood, your own, like your own life. Your own kind of path through the world. Yeah. And it really, it's, um, it, by, by being proactive, you're actually, you're actually learning, you're actually living. You, 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 this is what I'm trying to say here is that by changing your perspective and being like, okay, this is a chance for me to grow, then you're actually living and learning as opposed to just feeling stuck and actually being stuck because that's just perspective. How would you, giving an example for the, for the listeners of kind of like a kind of really grounded in the world example of how to, to turn a problem into a challenge? So for me, the first thing, as I was saying, the first two things is number one is self-awareness. And I feel like that's a massive one that even for myself, I take it for granted nowadays that I have a high sense of self-awareness. And what that means is I'm able to observe myself almost as an out, as a third, par third party person. So if I'm having certain uh, thoughts or uh, feelings, then I'm not just experiencing them, mm. but I'm actually observing them and going, oh, how am I feeling? Oh, I feel sad or I feel scared or I feel unhappy. And, and obviously there'll be some sort of situation or circumstance and I'll be able to look, okay, this is why I'm feeling this way. And then the, the second thing after self-awareness is, and really important is acceptance. So then not resisting that, that, that fear, that experience, and so for me, resisting is essentially the idea of not willing to accept or look at the problem. Mm. So people are often like, no, 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 that's fine. Or even worse, they try and numb themselves to the pain through drinking or mm. other substances rather than actually going, hang on, I've, I'm really upset. Like uh, they're in a relationship they don't like or they're not in a relationship and they don't like that. And they're really upset and then they don't deal with that or take actions towards doing it. So acceptance would be surrendering to the feeling and going mm. oh actually i feel fucking shit mm. <laughs> like this is not cool yeah and it's not cool you know i'm not saying it's cool to feel shit no it's not cool it's like okay well what can i do to make this make this different and and so that the the down to earth feelings are literally i, I have to say i go right back to me and dating there was a moment where it, i just became very aware that i felt powerless and i accepted my sense of powerlessness and mm. i said damn this is not how I expected life to be. And I was only like 20, 21 at the time. And so I was relatively young is what I'm saying. And I was like, damn, this is not how I wanted life to be. Like, mm. this is shit. This is something needs to change. Boom. I fucking started changing. Like, yeah. I t and I didn't know what I, I was a bit of a shotgun approach, but I 
started moving towards a, a change as something different to start, start taking like in some action instead of just being inert yeah so you know just put this into kind of a scenario of um actual like dating so this might be someone is using a lot of online dating for instance and they're just getting a lot of rejection you know people, mm. they're doing a lot of swiping and they're matching and then they're, no one's speaking to them that's obviously that's the problem mm-hmm. right and then they would be kind of acknowledging how they feel about that kind of feeling very frustrated and almost wanting to give up maybe as well feeling like you just want to yeah. give up um and acknowledging that that's not what we really what they would like obviously they have the option then of going oh well it's not my fault you know the girls all stupid or they're all shallow and just kind of ignoring the problem or there's going okay there is a problem here what well, again, I can I can speak for myself because I, I mean theoreticals are pretty tough. And the reason why theoretical situations are tough is because every person has a unique problem. Yeah. You know? So so if I like me, literally in that situation, it's like, well, okay, what can I do? And the first thing that I always go, or I would often think of is, well, do I know someone who is good at overcoming this problem? Yeah. And is there someone that I can speak to about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, totally. And yeah. nowadays there's like, there's so much, there's like, there's, there, there's social media, yeah. there's people that you can literally connect with directly and yeah. ask them a question. Yeah. There's people asking you for questions. Yeah. Right? You know, that on, on uh, Instagram stories, we're asking people. So, so you, so what I'm saying is I'd find, I'd find a good person to give me the information about it mm. and I would get that information from them. So then, yeah. So then the next thing I'd say, once I have the information then the only thing to do is to take action yeah, and to try it out and to really just have a go for myself and see what works, what doesn't work. And as we just said, like everything doesn't work as we expect it to once we implement it, once mm. we actually put it out there. So it would be to apply it, see what works, what doesn't work, sort of tweak what I'm doing, learn more information, try it again. And, and yeah, just see what, until eventually I find something that works. Yeah. And, and generally this is how I've gone about my, my experience of life, my experience of uh, success in dating mm. was literally what I would have to call it failing forward. Yes. It's a, it's a phrase that came to me recently. It's just like, you, you gotta, you gotta be willing to mess it up. And again, it's taking it from the perspective of, um, taking it from the perspective of, um, of I'm someone who has the ability to affect to affect change, and this is a challenge, right? Because you see, when when there's a challenge, there's no fun. Where if the challenge is like, right, okay, I'm just gonna go and do this thing, I get a response, and then boom, it works. It's yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. not a challenge. Where's what's the fun in life? Yeah, there? that's there's, like when you watch when you watch. Um, we'll use Liam Neeson as an example mm. in Taken, only because it's he's really relevant right now. Mm. Um, in the movie, he doesn't go, oh, I'm gonna find you bastards. You've got my daughter, my wife, my dog, whatever. And he doesn't, the first thing he doesn't do is just get in a car and then drive there and then get them back. Yeah. He goes for a whole, whole load of other things and doing this because actually yeah. that's how we kind of want to live life. We like the conflict. I mean, that, like was the like drama. Three, that was three movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was three movies, three different times. I mean, you contrast that to say, uh, for those of you who know about Ikea, Flatpak, it's not as much as a challenge putting together a following. I mean, for some people it is, but you know what I mean? It's not satisfying yeah. putting together some Ikea flat pack. It's not, a, it's like straightforward. For some people it's hard, but uh, not not all of us. I'm just saying it's not, all I'm saying is like challenges are challenges for a reason, but you it really makes you because you, you are shaped by it. You mm. learn, you grow. And it reminds me of something else that a, a mentor often says to me, which is, 
um, you learn, you apply that breeds success, and then you encourage you to learn and go around the cycle of mm. learning, applying, and and that's life yeah. again. And some of the time after you've been learning and applying for a while, you won't necessarily be going to other people asking for advice. You'll be going, okay, what could I do here? You think of something, you go try it, and then it works, it fails, it succeeds, and then that will be your, your learning. Well, that, funny enough, that's how we actually got into coaching in, in the first place. Yeah. Because we went around the circle so many times, eventually we went to learn some more, and then we realized we were just as good, if not better, than the people that were teaching. Exactly. And then we started coaching. Yeah. <laughs> we realized we actually had things that we could teach other people. Yeah. And yeah. they could learn from us. Yeah, yeah. And, and much like the podcast, right? Here we are now. Yeah, yeah. we're talking. There you go. So yeah, so we've we've given you the um, key problems, the key problems, and some solutions. But what we've kind of we kind of came up with our own kind of overarching well ways to solve these problems for your life. Well, I think more specifically, we want to leave you with something that you can go and yeah, actionable actions. Yes, actionable actions. Yes, the best <laughs> um, kind. So for me, it was is being aware of your perceptions and the world's perceptions and just be really aware that that's all they are. They're just perceptions. And like I'd say, even just spend some time listening to people's perceptions. Like when they talk, do people just throw them out of their mouths like they're vomiting at you constantly. So, sorry, just to interrupt, but when you say perceptions, what you mean like people's point of view? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. The perceptions of how a man should be or how dating uh -huh. is, you know, just listen to these perceptions and yeah. realize that that's all they are. They're just perceptions. And that you have, you have all the power to create and also to choose what your experience is like by just simply looking at your, you know, what AJ was saying earlier, to look at your problems differently and look at them as challenges and not as kind of insurmountable problems. Yeah. Was there anything else? No, that was it for me. Okay. And so what I had, and this was first, so I have two, two, two things to say. So firstly, it's a sense that taking stock of your life. And so like I was saying about being aware uh, of your frustrations and accepting your frustrations for what they are. So taking stock of your life and what you actually want, number one, what you actually want, and number two, like what you're willing to do to, to get there. Are you mm. actually willing to, to put effort into it or are you just kidding yourself and do you really just want to stick with your current story about or, how things are? Or are you saying like, you know, are you willing to put the effort in to get to where you want to or are you just listening? Are you just looking for information just to buy time and... Well, you know, sadly, there are lots of people out there who they just love complaining. Yeah. Like, and maybe they don't even realize that that's what they're doing. But maybe this, what I've just said here now, will help them to realize that that's just what they've been doing. Yeah. Is they've not actually tried to do anything different to what they're currently doing. Mm. They just say, this is how the world is. And that's that. Yeah. And I can't do anything. So when you say perspective, uh, perspectives and perception, then they have a perception and not, they're not willing to review it from another point of view. They're just going to go, boom, that's what I was told. That's how I see it. That's yeah. how it is. Yeah. And um, I know that's not the case because many people said to me, you know, you're not that kind of guy to date different women. You're not this, you're not that. When I was like, when I first ventured out and I was like, damn, but like, because I, it wasn't for me, it wasn't about dating different women, but more having more um, power in my life mm. and, and options for how I live. And, and actually just feeling like there was actually something missing in my expression yeah. uh, is what got me going. Mm. So there, there is, yeah, there's different perceptions and our, ours is another perception. Yeah, know, yeah, so. totally. What you hear us talk about is just, it's just our views, our points of views. It's, it's our truth yeah. or our truth right now in this moment as we're speaking. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's what worked for us. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, you might be listening to us and get to this point and just be like, these guys are fucking full of shit. Yeah. This might really trigger you and might really upset you. But I'd say 
actually really for you why 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 does what we're saying upset you mm. is it unbalancing your perception of the world are we challenging your current perception and is it are we challenging it because we might be calling you into action that you may not want to take it's yeah, very confronting mm. so then with that in mind actually it's uh this is something that i sh- there was a question that i was asked when i first started on on my journey and it's a question that I think, you know, if you haven't got a piece of paper and pen with you right now, it's good to get, uh, this is a good moment to grab one. And uh, what I want you to write down is an answer to this question. And it's if you were 70 years old and you're looking back at your life now at the age of 70, and I'm assuming you're not currently 70, <laughs> as I say, so everyone who's not currently 70. And if you're 70, imagine you at 90. Yeah. But hey, you know what? If you're 70, you can really resonate with what I'm about to say. Uh, and so if you're 70 years old and you're looking uh, back at your life, um, I just want you to write down, what would you regret if you didn't take action on changing something about your life right now? And, and obviously we're talking about dating here, but you could apply this to anything. So just to repeat that, I want you to have a think about and reflect on if you were 70 years old, looking back at your life, what would you regret not taking action on to make a difference to your mm. own life? Cool. Yeah. So there you go. That's the action for this week's podcast. That was uh, that was a very heavy uh, podcast to begin with, very mm. heavy topic, and but a very important one because um, I so many people have these frustrations, and there's so much information online about dating and doing the right thing and how to get this sort of girl or whatever. But then people aren't necessarily dealing with the the truths of what it takes to take action to make a change and and how much ups and downs one can really face and and so really it, it it's uh it's really important to to know about this before or even during learning because i know i faced many a uh tricky night and uh and with uh, with no outcome mm-hmm. <laughs> going to clubs and not having the having the courage to speak to anyone night after night and feeling like i'm going nowhere but, you know, it was through the perception of the challenges and challenging myself and sticking with it and patience that, you know, I really made progress in my own life. Yeah, uh, I can resonate with that. Cool. So that's the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, we love, we love, we love you listeners. <laughs> we love that you listen and you enjoy um, to our thoughts and feelings about dating and our lives. As always, you know, get in contact with us, as we said before, on Instagram. But, um yeah just just be out there go out there and take some action in your life and 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 make make shit happen make a change and and for anyone who listens all the way to the end uh just to let you know that soon we're planning to do some uh having some guests on the podcast yeah yeah invite people we know invite some people we don't know uh but we're all with the idea of really giving you guys an all-round experience of what it is to be great at dating and have an exciting dating life yeah cool Ciao. Ciao, ciao.